This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. It's on a Thursday with Mikey Meatballs producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Uh, oh, Bry. Well, it's been a, a terrific, fun uh, two days fighting off morons online accusing me and my family of unspeakable uh, crimes. But uh, uh, you know what? I got to say, it's it's good. I got rid of a lot of them. Block, block, block. I went to Kembe Matumbo on their asses. And uh, it's a nice cleansing to start the new year. Harry, Harry, you're looking for a cleanse, right? In January? That's Always. The thing. I, I might start one. I might start one. Do, it. do it. Start with Twitter, X, whatever the F it is. So uh, that's a good cleanse. Anyway, believe it or not, we have a fun show for you. We're going to give you our picks in that national championship game on Monday. We're going to hit big three games in the NFL. These guys have their sharp tank selections and we got an interesting thing. Our buddy Ben folks uh, printed or listed the most bet on players in each sport for 2023. And it's a, it's a fun list. A lot of it makes sense. Some of it doesn't. We're going to discuss that. These guys have sharp tank, uh, all that, but let's start in the NFL parlay kid. You say you may have predicted this. Um, I don't know what it was based on, but you might become like an insider now, like Adam Schefter, like uh, Ian Rappaport. This Eagles locker room reportedly in shambles, and it's because of uh, A.J. Brown's leading the charge, apparently, right? 
Sounds like it, but wh- why are we surprised? I think I said this. Uh, yeah, somewhere yeah. down the line on our pod, or maybe even when I was I went with the Cardinals last week, I said something's not right with this Eagles team. AJ Brown uh, looks uh, very unhappy on the sidelines constantly, um, and something just seems amiss with the team. I, yeah, watch when they pan to Hurts all the time. Seems miserable. Seems like, yeah. like yeah. it might be a coolness. Maybe it's a calmness, but I don't, I never read it like that. I read it like a guy's that's like, this is not a fun situation right now. So, um, it, uh, you know, it was, look, uh, it was, uh, even, even when, when they were winning, winning even, even when the Eagles, Eagles were winning every week, week you could see, see Brown, Brown on the sidelines frustrated with a lot of things, things too. So. Brown is also Brown what is Harry also refers what? to his uh, 400 pound brother as. I don't know why. Why? Because he gets tanned from fishing. Is that why you call him Brown? <laughs> I can't I can't get into details. Oh, really? It's in. worse than that. Okay. Well, AJ Brown, uh, Brad, we figured out, I think we even said this on the last podcast. He's had a he's had an interesting year. You know, some people like a oh, Super Bowl hangover, but he had like a six-week period when he was unstoppable. I mean, you put him in the top three, right? It was the end of September. Yeah. I'm looking at his yards here. 131, yeah, he 175, number- 127, 131, 137, 130. My goodness. Yeah, he he was the only one but besides Hill at that point in time. And I look, he started off, he wasn't playing that well early on. And you can mm-hmm. see him, right? really upset on the sidelines after like week two or week three. And then he had that stretch of four, five, six games that were great. And now he's back to complaining, but it's mm. funny that he's complaining. Cause you would also think then Devonte Smith should be complaining then too. Right. I always feel like neither yeah. of them get the ball enough. Devonte Smith surely doesn't get the ball enough either. So, um, well, yeah. Well, like kid, if we know. read into this, this book, first of all, our Cowboys only have to take care of business. We don't have to worry about the Eagles, which is miraculous that it's come down to this already. But as a, a two touchdown favorite, we shouldn't have to worry about the Eagles. But could they fall between? No, they get a five seed at worst, right? They can't be worse than a five. So they go to NFC South winner, be that Tampa, New Orleans or uh, Atlanta outside chance, right? So, okay. All right. I'll take it. I don't care what's true. What's not true. That's fine. Uh, they're in trouble. What, uh, what else in the news? Oh, the jets cut Dalvin cook to allow him to join a contender. That's interesting. Harry, did you have Dalvin cook on fantasy? I thought, I feel like you did, right? Uh, I don't think I no, did, you didn't? but okay. I did meet him. I did meet him and, uh, through, Oh, that's right. That's, uh, that's a connection. So, uh, Yes. Me and Sol Sol Jalman uh, right. <laughs> went to Minnesota and had some fun. After another guy you jinxed, another another one. Oh, the, the, the Harbaugh well, thing not. might work out. Yeah, maybe that's true. not. Harbaugh that's might true. make it work out. This might work out now. All of a sudden, who, who'd you Cook. meet this year in twenty three? Harry it was Harbaugh and Dalvin Cook, and was there somebody and, else? Uh, and uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Okay. I don't think he's going to factor into the playoffs. Yeah, but his, maybe, hair, okay. his hair still looks the same. So that's right. All right. So that's mean. interesting with Dalvin Cook. He might be yeah. trying to think he might be the best running back on a couple of these teams as it is going forward now for the next few weeks. But uh, the other thing, Parlay Kid, Kenny Pickett denied rumors that he refused to be the backup to Mason Rudolph. And he was like, I don't know. I was either ready to play. If I wasn't ready to play, I was going to be inactive. And if I was, I was going to be the bad. I think he's the two this week, but I don't think any Steelers fans want to see him in that game or for the rest of the year. I, if you poll them, honestly, I think they would say that, right? Oh, I would assume they would. Why would they not say that? Yeah. I, I don't really believe Pickett. I have a feeling that really uh, that yeah. this is a little bit of a spin. I think. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. 
I, 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 I don't know. The whole thing. Look, how much better has their offense been under Mason Rudolph? It's hard to believe, but really weird. Um, yeah. Well, we've we've pickets on an NFL quarterback. Well, I, I don't know. The the Steelers, I will think, re, will remain a mystery to me and have been for the last five years and how they're pulling this off and how Tomlin has now gone, I don't know, 17 years over 500, and this being the oddest maybe because they were outgained. Um, but uh, sure, Mason Rudolph, great. But you know, you know, Najee Harris, who was nowhere, nowhere to be found, all of a sudden putting together big games, three touchdowns in the last two. He had 122. We always thought Jalen Warren had some pop. Uh, we always thought, you know, Pickens can make a big catch here and there, but that's where you are right now. I guess we can credit Mason Rudolph with this because none of this really happened before he um, started taking snaps a couple of weeks ago. But um, Steelers are favored. We're not going to go over that game necessarily. That's the first Saturday game. Let's go over, though. Um, the big game of the week, at least deemed by NBC Buffalo, a three point favorite, 49 and a half at Miami. Now, Brian and I are going to be on Cousin Sal's winning weekend tomorrow. We're going to give our actual pick for this game. We'll give you a prop uh, instead for this. Well, uh, we won't pick the actual game. We'll give uh, side bets uh, for that. But uh, three forty nine and a half. Take it away. Parlay kid. I don't, it just seems so easy that everyone's taking the bills here. Is it that easy? I don't think it's that easy um, at all, but Miami has struggled here uh, against teams that can play with some physicality. Uh, I think that's why maybe the, they didn't struggle as much maybe with the Cowboys. I don't know how Cowboys aren't really – uh, to me, they're more of a finesse team. That's what I think. But um, And they don't have those bruising linebackers. But the Bills play with the physicality. Uh, if they if they get their running game going against Miami, uh, I, th- I think this game is going to be a big favor of Buffalo. And doesn't Buffalo just have, I mean, as of at the present time, more to play for than Miami? No matter what, sure. Miami's banged up. I'm I'm convinced Tua is not 100. percent I'm very no, I'm very not. convinced. Yeah, we uh, that he's not. We 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 saw. I mean, he took a hit going down right around yeah. the three yard line, so he's not a hundred percent. I think it's actually you know, been reported. Yeah. And so. now you know you lost one of your top defensive players uh, because you kept him in a, a blowout game too long. I think that's going to be very careful with their team this week. I just feel like that for as much as they might want to win, I don't think the will to win uh, this yeah. game for the Dolphins is going to really be there. And when you're playing a team that has a, a large will and want to win, uh, the, the the edge goes to a team like Buffalo. That's by far this game. I, I love Buffalo in, in this one. All right. I just feel like everybody does. I'm trying to make a case for yeah. Miami. And that, that case would be you don't want to look like crap two weeks in a row going into the playoffs. Uh, you do, you know, that two seed is... You know, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it, I agree. You, yep. you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to drop from two to six if they lose. I yep. should mention, should set the table here. Buffalo needs to win. Now they might be in, they might be in right. anyway by Sunday night, right? If the Jags lose and what else has to happen? Pittsburgh loses what? Saturday. Is yes, that it? Lose. Who's that? Right. Steelers, yeah. And so, but Miami's still going for that too. The Buffalo's still going for that too. That's why it's the Sunday night game. All right, Harry, you also like the Bills. I do. I look at just a lot of mistakes and miscues by Miami lately. Bills won 48-20 in the first meeting. By far the Bills' best uh, played game of the season. They are 10-1. I mentioned this yesterday. 10-1 in their last 11 versus Miami. 
Uh, the best team Miami beat was Dallas and probably should have lost that game a couple weeks ago. I know Mostert and Waddle banged up, didn't play last week. Um, Dolphins haven't won the East since 2008. Bills have four wins in a row. They're five. <laughs> they haven't looked great in the last two weeks, but still four wins in a row. Five and one in the last six, the Bills, and their loss was against Philly. Probably should have won that game. I think the Bills cover, win the East for the fourth straight season. I got Buffalo winning 31-28. Man, what a weird path it was to win the East if they are to pull it off for the mm-hmm. Bills. Not 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 their normal run. Uh, all right, as I said, Brian is going to pick the game on uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Tomorrow, right here on the Against All Odds feed. I'll, I'm going to go under here uh, for this uh, extra pick here. I don't expect a lot of points. In fact, you know, Parlicky, we may not see the Dolphin starters in the second half. This could be a kind of game where you don't, you know, if they're down a little, I know it's for the two seed, but does Tyreek Hill play a full game? Could you like bet on that? Like just with his injuries anyway, and Waddle and Mostert, same kind of thing if they get down early. I don't know. Maybe they do sit these guys out. But uh, as far as the under goes, 10 of the So those are all explosive players who may not play four quarters. And 10 of the last 14 Bills road games have gone under. The under is 10 and six in Bills games this year. Not a lot of fireworks, I don't think, in this one. I think uh, the final score is in the low 40s. Give me the under. Brian, you got a nice player prop for us? Yeah, and uh, I kind of like what you're doing there, so I, I do think it's possible you look at all the Dolphins unders, right? Because like yeah. you said, if all of a sudden, if the Bills get out to a two-touchdown lead early, it's like, mm, maybe let's just pack it in a little bit here. Yeah, so you you might be right there, maybe parlay a couple of, the, a couple of those, but I'm going, Sal, with uh, Allen to have an anytime touchdown here, minus 145. You know, we all talk about Hurts with rushing touchdowns, but I don't know. I don't know where the hell I've been. But it's crazy. All of a sudden, I was looking at Allen's stats, and I'm I was like, seeing this. "Wait yeah. a second, he's he's got 15 rushing touchdowns. So he's, I mean, he's tied with Hertz for second most rushing touchdowns in the league. He has eight rushing touchdowns in his last five games. He has a rushing touchdown in nine of his last ten games. It really just blindsided me when I was looking at this. But now he's kind of he's at that point where you got to look at him a little bit like Hertz or McCaffrey down on the one." Uh, there's a good chance yeah. he's, he's getting in there. And at minus 145, that's a little bit better value than you get with Hertz. He does it without the tush push. Or does he? Yeah, he I can't does. even remember. Uh, I, I think for no, the most he does part, it he does. For the most part, yeah. Good. He should have yeah. T-shirts made up uh, saying that. All right, that's uh, the big game of the week. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hit Indy, Houston, and Green Bay, Chicago when we return. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like, me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. All right, Colts in Texas. I haven't checked this number in a minute. Is this still one and a half? Colts are favored? I think they are, right? Oh, uh, Texans. Oh, crap. Yeah, it flipped. Texans, one and a half point favorite. 
47 and a half is the over under. Wow. All right. I mean, I don't know if this changes anyone's mind. There certainly have been 21-20 finals uh, we've seen this year. The AFC South is the most erratic, I think, out of any of these divisions. So uh, I'll let you take it away, Harry. You still like it. Uh, well, you like it even more now, right? You had Indy to begin with. Sure. I like Indy a lot. Uh, basically, the redhead, the stepchild of the NFL has to be the Indianapolis Colts this year. No one pegged them for the playoffs or even to be in contention when the season started, but somehow through a lot of injuries, they're six and two straight up in their last eight games. Minshew was three and one in his last four games versus the AFC South squads. The Texans pass rush is weak and are just 25th versus the pass. And on offense, whoever has been a quarterback for Houston the past four weeks hasn't been able to get a lot of passing yards going for the Texans. Just in the past four weeks, the Texans quarterbacks passing yards, 91, 29, 149 and 213. Houston has had a tremendous season, no doubt about it. But I'm riding with Jonathan Taylor and Minshew Mania to get it done. All right. Harry said pass rush, by the way. He did it. He fell. It's an <laughs> I think epidemic. I, Everybody's I saying think, it. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody it's, does now, though. But why I, is I it? Is it because the second word ends with an H? Like you could say pass dash, right? You could say pass crash you could yeah, say like what what is the uh, but, problem but i don't know what it is but now it screws up every word i told you this a couple weeks ago i think you were yeah. doing simmons pod and from please, russell wilson please, you please called him you called right? him rush it just rush? like that pass yeah. and rush. The like double it, s is now sh it's, now okay it's all right <laughs> Barley kid why are the, the why are the texans favored in this all of a sudden like why the uh money's coming in big time on yeah I, I just think people are rooting for te the texans over the right. Colts. Right? right. I think that's why. So that's where the money is going. And I understand it. I'm kind of rooting for the Texans, too, but I'm taking yeah. the Colts. Uh, I think the Texans would be a little bit more fun to watch in the playoffs. But the Texans, the Texans themselves, since uh, the, the Tank Dell injury, have not been as explosive on offense mm -hmm. and as fun on offense as they were when they had him. I'm surprised Harry's going against his man Dalton Schultz here. You think you think Schultz oh, yeah. would carry would carry this Texans team to a victory? He obviously has lost uh, a lot of confidence so in, in Schultz, which yeah. I get it. I mean, Schultz had two, 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 two catches for 19 yards uh, last week by Schultz. So I, Harry, you know, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. He anointed him as one of the top players in the NFL a couple uh, right. about a month ago. And uh, again, well, another guy who is he doesn't trip Darren. He doesn't trip players like uh, Dallas tight ends do. Okay, well that's <laughs> they see, don't do that go. either. That's totally <laughs> fake news. Yeah, there you go. Um, Tough to trip when you're on the sideline injured for a month. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I All do right. agree with Harry here <laughs> with the Colts and. Uh, I do like the fact that you got a healthy Jonathan Taylor makes all the difference. In this game, I think he's the best offensive player on both uh, um, from both offenses. Mm. Uh, Minshew does make plays. He's good. I always just worry about that one big pick or one big fumble he has when he's trying to do a little too much. Right. Uh, I think that's the only thing that will – and look, you got to love the home field advantage in this game. In this type of game, you got to love it. Colts. It's a big spot. It's the biggest spot for Stroud, for sure. Going on the road like this. And that's a lot to ask for a rookie, right? It's it's yeah. this Texans team is a super young football team. Right. Colts a little bit more savvy, a little bit more veteran led. I'll take the Colts led by, like Harry said, Jonathan Taylor. I think goes for over a hundred in this game, maybe two touchdowns. 
Colts win. It will be close most of the game because neither team uh, will be explosive enough offensively to pull away. But the Colts just edge one out here, Harry. And look, I'd rather see the Texans, but my head says the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor specifically feast on this Texans team. Um, 106 carries, 623 yards, and seven touchdowns in five games. So that's what you guys are uh, talking about. But, Brian, you're going uh, opposite way for a player prop rushing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Devin Singletary over 66 and a half rushing yards at minus 114. You know, he's had a nice second half to this year, Singletary. It's just really a matter of, like, if you look at his stats, it's a matter of just does he get the carries or not. So it's a question of, you know, can he get 15 carries in this one? And I think they are going to t- t- uh, to test the Colts' run defense because when you look at the Colts' run defense, they've been one one of the worst against the run this season. And especially right. over the last couple of games, they've ranked in like the bottom three here. So I know Stroud had a lot of success against them in the first match, and he, he's still he's still May, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to run the ball more, which which that's why they've been a better team over the last like 10 games, the Texans here. So I think they run it a lot here against the Colts and. And he goes over 66 and a half. All right. I have a player prop as well. Pick the game tomorrow. Minshew, Gardner Minshew, under 33 and a half attempts. I, I read you all those numbers from Jonathan Taylor. I think it's going to be a slow it down. Taylor could go nuts against, you know, a team again. Why put it in Gardner? We love you. Thanks for bringing us here, but we're not going to let you screw this up for us. He's gone under 33 and a half attempts in 10 of his last 12 at home. So I like that number at uh, minus 118. You know, he can go uh, 17 for 26 and uh, win this game or lose it. I don't think there's going to be a lot expected of him. I will say they've now put this game to last year. We were in Vegas for the Saturday night game. We went to the Chiefs Raiders, right? And then the night game, there were two games, and the night game was Tennessee and Jacksonville, right? And so I think this AFC South is locked into the Saturday night game where it's like, yeah, we know it means more to both teams, but we can't quite put it in Sunday game because these teams are so bad, good, good, bad. We don't know what to do with them. The Titans, we should have won that game. Who was the quarterback, Paulie Kid, for the Titans that game? They lost like on a weird play, right? Was it Malik Willis? No, I don't even was know it if Dobbs? it was. It was Dobbs. It, Dobbs. Was it? it was, it was Dobbs. Dobbs. It was Dobbs. Yes, it was. No, hundred percent Dobbs. Yeah. So that was uh, January uh, twenty twenty three. I don't. I don't care to go too much into this. Yeah, twenty to sixteen, the Jaguars won, and it was uh, Dobbs was twenty for twenty nine, one seventy nine. So did he turn it over? There was like a defensive touchdown to, to win it, right? Well, Josh yeah. Allen thirty seven yard fumble return. Made it 20 to 16 with like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, the Jaguars don't go on to play the Chargers and win in a spectacular fashion and then lose to the Chiefs. It's crazy how close uh, these games yeah, come. So for sure. the, the game, so that problem, this probably should be the, the Sunday night game because it's a losing out for both. Um, if not that, Green Bay, Chicago. Pretty good. And I never get excited for this game. I never do. I know it's supposed to be the best rivalry in all of football. I don't remember a good, compelling, close, important game out of these two teams in the last four decades. But this one, all of a sudden, very interesting. Green Bay, three-point favorite, 44 is the over-under. They're home. They win They're in. Lambeau Field. What do you got, Parley Kid? Yeah, this is um, a difficult one. I, I think I'll just go with the team that needs it more, even though I do think Fields has a lot to play for. You know, he still wants to show uh, that uh, 
you know, keep a quarterback away from, you know, from them maybe trading him, say. But I'm also concerned about the health of some of the Green Bay Packers receivers. Uh, Jaden Reed in particular here, I think that could make uh, a huge difference. He's been he's been so good, this kid, Jaden Reed. Talk about an under-the-radar yeah. player. He's been dynamic. And Love is third in the NFL in touchdown passes. Like, Crazy. how did that sneak up on everybody like that? Um, so, but I do think otherwise, the Packers are getting healthier right now. They have a pretty good running back combination again with Jones and Dylan. Now, with mm-hmm. Jones back in the fold, Dylan, you know, is the power back, Jones is more the speed back. And it really doesn't seem to matter who Love throws the ball to, right? Like, right now, um, you know, is Watson back this week? They might have him back as well this week. So, this team, to me, Green Bay's been rolling. Love's been really good. I, I think he seems to be unaffected by the pressure here late in the season. I thought he played a great game in Minnesota. That Minnesota crowd yeah. was pretty into it. Now they come back home where this Green Bay crowd is going to be uh, super into it. Uh, I just think that propels them to the win just because uh, Love can – he just is a guy – that is making his receivers look good, throwing some yeah. nice balls. I love the way the kid is playing, though no pun intended, but he's been great. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Packers win this one. It's, they, they need right. more. Again, it's just a need. All right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of teams that just need it and just have to cover three, which is, scares me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, somebody's going somebody's to blow it. I yeah. know. Harry, over 44. Is this your total of the year? <laughs> Uh, starting in 2024. No, but I do like the oversight, but I, I agree with you also, Sal, with the, the Chicago Green Bay matchup, not really interested in these games, but this one has a lot, yeah. a lot, uh, a lot of juice to it. I like this and I like it to go over 44. Both yeah. teams are playing great right now. Chicago's four and one in the last five. They scored 26 or more in four of the last six. They've had a hundred yard rusher and receiver in the last two games. I don't normally I do my homework and figure out when the last time that's happened. I don't know when that's happened for sure. Do it, I don't do know. It how, now. We'll wait. Yeah. I don't it. know how long I'd have to go back to see the last time they've done that. <laughs> no, but still a hundred yard rusher and receiver the last two games. Uh first yeah. meeting was eight points, three of the last four games between these two, 47 or more. Green Bay's gone back-to-back weeks with 33-point games. And Darren mentioned love, 30 touchdowns. How about he, he's actually, if you include his rushing touchdowns, by the way, he leads Green Bay in rushing touchdowns too. But if you include his rushing touchdowns, he has the most touchdowns, with, if you include the passing touchdowns too, with Dak Prescott for the NFC, most touchdowns rushing and, and passing. Before He's been fantastic. I think this game flies over 44. And the weather's not supposed to be dead. It's supposed to be a little cold, but no snow, no rain. Probably over. All right. I'm going to piggyback. Let me jump in here, Brian, because I have a lot of the, the similar stats to uh, Harry here. But I'm taking Bears over 23 and a half at plus 150. So I adjusted that number. Uh, honestly, they're a team I'd be nervous about facing in the playoffs. In fact, I don't know if these two teams have been this good or this have this much momentum. I I don't know when, since the NFC championship game, the Cutler got her. I have no idea when they're playing each other, but, um, again, bears good. Harry, I'm going to reiterate three of the last four weeks. They've scored 27 or more. The Packers allowed 67 to the bucks and Panthers recently. This is an angry Bears team. They've lost nine straight. Let's not forget, they've lost nine straight to Green Bay. They could get to play spoiler, fun thing. You know, everyone's foregone conclusion. Fields has his job. They're going to trade the pick. 
I don't think you want to change that narrative if you're Chicago. And also, this is a good way for me to pick the Bears and still root for Jordan Love, a guy who uh, should have been starting for the Packers three years ago. <laughs> I'm going to be impossible. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Brother <laughs> Bry, what you got? Well, look, I wish, I mean, it, I think it's, it really sucks that the Bears have no shot of getting in here, right? Yeah. It sucks that they're eliminated because I think, you know, the NFL should make a decision here. They should be like, look, if, if they beat the Packers, the Seahawks, the Saints, <laughs> the Vikings, if they all lose, let's let the Bears in the playoffs. I think right? we felt I mean, that way about Detroit when they played Green Bay on yeah, Sunday night. And, that's and how, Aaron yeah, Rodgers right. that, came out very, very, very soft in a big uh, Aaron, moment. I don't know if you remember. But Bears was, would still yeah, be alive yeah. if the Giants didn't blow that game against the Rams. It's They've had a couple alive. of weird ones, yeah. Yeah, and but, I will say that game, that, that Packers game last year in Vegas against right. the Lions, oof, man, that killed me. That killed me. It was one way to leave Vegas. I know. That was rough. That. Um, that but was yeah, rough. I'm going to take the Bears plus one and a half first quarter. I mean, you're laying my, minus 160 here. So essentially, mm-hmm. you essentially need a tie here, put a push or mm-hmm. better to be leading or uh, unless it's like a seven, six uh, first quarter. But, you know, this like you guys said, this Bears team has been really fun to watch recently and they've gotten off to hot, hot starts. It doesn't matter the conditions they played really bad, really good and in, in bad conditions here. And they've now scored first in six straight games. So they've just gotten off to these hot starts and defensively, defensively, they've been really good to start these games. So like I said, you're getting one and a half here. So essentially you just need a tie. I could easily see this being, you know, a seven, seven game after, after the first here and you still yeah. get the win. What what is this? Is this a late afternoon kickoff? They're fine. They're, they, I mean, the way they've structured this, this is how I would love every week. Two Saturday games, six Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, six Sunday, maybe seven Sunday, 4 p.m. Maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe I would switch it seven and six. But yeah, this is one of the seven 4 p.m. kickoffs. Ah, it's going to be so much fun. Good Great. time. Um, uh, Paula kid, how much time do you have? Because I want to go over a couple futures here. Let's that go. I made Plenty of time. Got, all right. Let's go. All right. Well, it's four pages, so I'll, I'll take it nice and slow. <laughs> no, I, I'm just going to go over. Uh, the, the, the bottom line is I got crushed. Uh, I have a, a couple opportunities to make up a, a difference here. Those over-unders on the running backs where I go under, I think I'm going to break even minus the crazy vigs, minus 114s. But uh, Peyton, coach of the year, not, I don't know. If he scores 70 this week, does he get there? I don't think so. I lost with the Steelers. I bet against Tomlin, under eight and a half wins. Um, I Still alive. Seahawks over eight and a half wins. Um, this was a good one for me. Maybe my best. Bryce Young, under 22 and a half passing touchdowns. You know how many he has? Probably get... Wow. Three. 11. Well, no, it <laughs> seems like three, right? <laughs> yeah. He has 11. Didn't even get the halfway there for now. Uh, Chubb, most rushing touchdowns. Bad, bad news. Bad luck. Uh, Harry, B. John Robinson, under eight and a half touchdown runs. You know how many he has? Probably six. He has four. How did you get to mm. the finals in fantasy? That was your number one pick. It's crazy. Um, Bri, you talked me into this. Wilson. Oh, Wilson, the rookie for Vegas, over six sacks. Why did you talk me into that? Oh, my God. Did, <laughs> I, did I talk, no, did you, I didn't. talk you in? No, that I was didn't. Only. I was going to say I only. didn't, right? I didn't like I mean, that from the get-go. Right. Yeah. Two and a half. He has two and a half. Uh, yeah, that's a, that was a guarantee that he was going to suck, especially right. this year. Browns win AFC North. That's a shame. I had Colts under wins. Uh, I had Colts lowest scoring team. I really got looked. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one, Parley Kid. Cowboys highest scoring team, 10 to 1. Here's where we stand. Miami 482, Baltimore 473, uh, Dallas and San Francisco 471. Wow. Mm. 
Wow. Pretty great one. A no Lamar, right? Uh, probably yep. no Purdy, right? I don't think. And uh, you could be in good shape here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I guess I'll just bet Miami over to. I'll screw that up somehow. Um, Watson <laughs> under sixty-two and a half receptions. He has twenty-eight. I love that one. I should have gotten more on that because, like, even in college, you didn't have that many. Uh, Bry Carr over twenty-two and a half touchdown passes. Twenty-one. He has. Yeah. He got a shot there. Crazy. Yeah. Parsons, uh, defensive player of the year. I'm okay. Maybe there. Stroud offensive rookie of the year. That was my best at 10 to one. Um, ah, man, I have Bengals all over the place. AFC championship game. This is a bad one. Parlor kid Pollard 10 plus rushing touchdowns. He has five, but did yeah. you know, I was looking though. He is, he's like sixth in rushing, like for yards. You would never think it. Um, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Right? That's nuts. Yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. Uh, Chiefs to score a touchdown in every game. A loser. I forgot. I had, I had crossed that. I forgot. They didn't score against Denver. Right, Harry? What they have, like nine? That wow. was yeah. bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me think here. Let me see. Uh, oh, uh, this was a good one. Arizona over five and a half adjusted wins with Vikings over six and a half adjusted wins. Um, so that wins. But now I have Colts all over the place to make the playoffs. That's going to lose. Right. Uh, car most passing yards in the NFC South. I thought that was easy. Baker is 3,900 cars, 36, 14. I'm going to lose that. Um, let's see. Stroud most passing yards, AFC South. That was five to one. He has 38, 44 Lawrence, 37, 36. Could be interesting, Bri. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Should, uh, should be in solid shape. Right. Montgomery under rushing loses Pacheco under rushing loses. Jones under rushing for Green Bay wins. Akers under wins. McCaffrey under loses. Swift loses. Pierce under wins. Daniel Jones under wins. Dalvin Cook under wins. Zeke under loses. They're under 375 and a half. That's, That's nuts. Fun. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Connor under 700 and a half loses. Easy. Um, Mixon, Harry, loses. Easy. Uh, but, uh, Josh Allen's going to be close. He has 457. His number's 575. Jacobs probably under 805. His rushing was a thousand five, a thousand point five. And Fields was eight hundred and a half. He's he's at six thirty. Uh I don't know. Let me make this interesting. What else? What else was interesting? Um let's see. Was anything close here? Packers, I went under wins. I don't know why I did that. Dolphins, I went under eleven and a half wins. And I went dolphins to have fewer wins than FSU. So FSU is 12. The Dolphins have 11. So I could push there. And then, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> Saints all over the place on parlays. McCaffrey, offensive player of the year. I got in there with maybe a winning. That's it. I, I don't know what the, the moral of the story is. Uh, what was the line you got on that? Sal, on Which one? That was, uh, that, was at one, that was at 145 or something. So finally, <laughs> I, I made something right. But The um, moral of the story is, yeah, it's what a is cult, it? if the Colts win... You're you're screwed. <laughs> I'm really I'm all over the place. <laughs> what happened? I, I I just went went crazy on that um on that owner. I was like, oh, this is a disaster team. They I thought care. they were going to be bad too. That coach yeah. has done a great job. And the quarterback went out. Like, how are they doing this anyway? Yeah. All right. I, let's take a uh, go ahead. Eric. What were you going to say? I, will, I was just going to say this. Al. I know Darren gave me a little crap, uh, a lot of crap about the. Uh, my pick in the NFC South, where I did give out the Falcons for the division uh-huh. at plus 190, still have a shot. But again, remember, 
I gave out Ritter also to go under 2,600 yards passing. I know Heineke's banged up. I think Heineke's still going, but mm. I have Ritter under 2,600 yards. He's got 25-45. If he enters the game, <laughs> right. he's 56 and I'm a loser. And the Falcons obviously can still win the division. I would yeah. check, Bry, to your point earlier, which players have incentives. Now, about Thursday, Friday, that an article comes out that this one makes a million dollars if he gets like eight more catches or something. So obviously yeah. stay away from or bet those accordingly. But I think for the most part, you're right. Bet on these unders. Treat it like an NBA thing. Like, hey, these guys are maybe not going to play four quarters this week, especially some of the stars. Bet their unders. How do you? I I know Fandle will adjust, but uh, probably not enough. I don't think they'll adjust. Right? Yeah. Let's look. No, for I that. think so. I think so. Maybe we can right. find something. All right. Let's just pick like forty or fifty and give them out on uh, you know, so <laughs> let our uh, the masses know what we're gonna do. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll go over the uh, college finale, Michigan, Washington. When we return, this episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, Wolverines and Huskies, Michigan four and a half, 55 and a half. I speak to celebrity super fan, Husky super fan, Joel McHale on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. He is super excited. Probably wouldn't have come on if uh, the Huskies hadn't had blown that to Texas, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad he is. Brian and I will pick this game on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Let's go to Harry and the Parlay Kid. Harry, Michigan minus four and a half. This has been your pick all year. What'd you get? What kind of odds you get on them? Eight to one. Eight to one for Michigan to win the national championship. I'm not going to go back on them now, Sal. I'm going to lay the four and a half. Well, look, Michigan's uh, special teams did play a real sloppy game that almost cost them versus Bama. Thank God their defense bailed them out again. Uh, I expect a much better game all around from the Wolverines. McCarthy and Corum uh, are clutch. You remember Corum? Uh, didn't play in the playoff games uh, the past two years because of injury. He's making the best of it now. Had a big game against Bama. Um, I think just maybe, I don't know if you want to call it luck, but I think the luck runs out for Washington here. Huskies' last five wins have been by one-score games. Michigan's defense, I think, shuts them down uh, and shuts down that Washington uh, trio of receivers that are fantastic and makes things very difficult for Penix. Third time's a charm for in the playoffs for Harbaugh. I think he gets it done here. Uh, the Wolverines win the national championship. I got this final score being Michigan 30, Washington 20. Mm, all right. Parlay kid, who do you have in this Big Ten clash? <laughs> it's crazy. These teams are Big mm -hmm. Ten teams. Um, yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, look, I, I agree. Uh, I do like what Harry's saying here. But, and I thought the text, uh, I thought Texas would beat Washington. But this Washington team, I get, you know, we got to look at it like, was that a close game the other day? I It ended up being that way. I thought they controlled the play most of the yeah, game. They did. Uh, so I think they were the superior team. So, yes. They, but they are comfortable in playing in these type of games, obviously. Like I, I had mentioned that last week. I said the same thing what Harry's saying now. I thought Washington's luck would run out. But maybe this this streak is just gonna, going to keep going through this mm -hmm. season. I think this is a few too many points uh, uh, to be laying here uh, in this game, which really just could come down to a field goal at the end of it. I do like Washington's offense uh, better 
uh, than Michigan's offense. I think we've compared quarterbacks with probably two potential first round draft picks here. But Penix is just is playing and has played throughout the season at a much higher level than McCarthy. Uh, I think he's got more uh, weapons at receiver to his disposal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think they run the ball just effectively enough, this uh, Washington team, to keep Michigan a little off balance. Michigan did bring some heat to Alabama uh, just a few days ago in the first half. But once Alabama made a few adjustments, uh, Michigan's defense had a much harder time stopping them I think the film is going to be out there on Michigan uh, to how to stop that uh, very good uh, blitzing type of team by applying some pressure. I think Washington wins another close one here, Sal. I think they win this outright, but at least I'm, I'm going to take those points as well. Yeah, they are unbelievable, right? This Washington team, I'm trying to look like, you know, Texas did pressure Penix, right? It's not like, well, this is a different beast with this Michigan defense, right? Right, right. No, I thought they did pressure him, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have four sacks. I think, uh, no, no, oh, I made that up. No, they don't have, they didn't have any, but they, their pressures, no. I think, were. They put some pressure. Uh, he moved yeah. around well back then. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I think they said, right, Penix was only sacked, what, 11 times this year? Yeah. He's pretty good at that, avoiding the rush. I don't know. We'll get into it, Bry. Our picks, uh, Harry. By the way, did you see Michigan's schedule for next year? I think I sent this to the other on a different crazy. No. Uh, soft again? No, no, no. Fresno um, State to start. Texas. I don't know what uh, they're home for. Texas, home for Arkansas hmm. State. Is this right? Their first five games are home. Fresno State, Texas, Arkansas State, USC home, Minnesota home, hmm. at Washington. At Illinois, home for Michigan State, home for Oregon, at Indiana, home for Northwestern, at Ohio State. Wow. Oh, pretty time. good. But for the past couple of years, whether they've had cupcakes except for Ohio State. Well, and is this why Harbaugh might take off? I don't know. I don't yeah. know, Bry. What do you think? He sees the well, schedule. Look, He's like, no thanks. Different story. I mean, I know you guys think there's a possibility of him going to the Raiders, which there is, yeah. although I can't imagine they're going to spend 20 to $25 million on Harbaugh when you're paying two other coaches for a few more years. But you could see the, the Harbaugh-McCarthy combination in the Raiders. That That is mm-hmm. a possibility, right, with where the Raiders are going to pick yeah, in the draft. True. Yeah, it's That's definitely a possibility. Stuck uh, with oh, that'd be great yeah. for you. All right, Brian, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> you're going to give another pick on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. What are you going with there? I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking Washington <laughs> four and a half. And I, I like Washington against Texas too. And it's amazing what this team has done all year. They've been great in these one possession games, even though I will say, look, they controlled the action yeah. in that Texas game. They controlled the action in that second Oregon game too. Um, mm. And look, we said it, they're going to have the best player on the field, at least in college. Um, uh, and I, we don't really know. I mean, again, I, I think I said this too with Milrow against uh, Michigan last week. Like, we didn't know how they were going to do it against an athletic quarterback. They did well, right. obviously. They shut that offense down. But they haven't seen a quarterback like Penix either when you look at uh, their schedule this year. And and Washington's receivers are just so good. I, I know Michigan has some good D-backs there too and with some size that can cover these guys. But I think it's going to be tough for them all day. So I think they're going to have some success. I just think four and a half is too much. I'm not really sure who's going to win this game. I, I kind of do lean Washington too right now because that offensive line has been great. If they can get a little bit of a running game going, even though their running backs hurt, if they can get some running game going and stop Michigan's run. 
uh, yeah. somewhat because they did struggle against Texas run game. So if they can stop hold them a little bit there, I think they pull out this game and win here. But again, like probably kid, I'm, I'm taking the four and a half. All right. I'm going player prop here. I'm stealing your guy here, Brian. I know you bet him for Belentnikov. What you bet Roman yeah. Dunze all over the place, right? And yeah. he is one of the three-headed monster, but he is the fiercest of the monsters. To score a touchdown is minus 110 on FanDuel. 13 TDs this year. None last week or against Oregon, but at a coin flip, I feel like he's due. And a great number, like compared to the rest of these touchdown scores. Tybo Rogers minus 130 anytime. Dylan Johnson to run it in. He's banged up minus 130. Uh, you know, and then you go into the Roman Wilsons and the Donovan Edwards for Michigan and uh, you get plus numbers, but uh, I got, I like the coin toss uh, Dunze number at minus one ten. I'm going to take it. Brian, no Blake Corum for you. Two touchdowns. That's even odds. Basically two touchdowns. Even odds. That I know. Sucks. I mean, Isn't at one something? point you were getting that plus three. Yeah. I mean, they really screw but, with these college numbers. He's minus 370 to score a touchdown. So, yeah, that's that sucks. I mean, I no definitely good. can see him getting the two touchdowns again for sure. But because I, I, you know, not a plus nah, one. I wouldn't ten. take it though. It's not great. Not, All right. Not great. All right. Well, that's a fun one. Monday night. There you go. Michigan, Washington, Harry's uh, Harbaugh. Let's see. Let's see if Harry's curse. Um, War off, or if this is a new year, we'll see what's going on. Let's take a quick break. These guys have some sharp tank picks and uh, a little more, and then we'll be right. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, Parley Kid, Sharp Tank, the three of you guys, give me your best bets for the weekend. I jump on one, you know, somewhat reluctantly, but let's start the year off. On a good note, you won last week. Coming back to you, what do you got? Yeah, I finished uh, really strong last week. I hit uh, Cooks over in the uh, passing yards. That was nice. A uh, very easy uh, sharp tank victory for me. It's so, like the least controversial uh, bet of that game, I would say. A hundred percent. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, what I like, Sal, uh, is there's a lot of games I like this weekend because I do think that most of the teams that need to win. Will mm-hmm. win, so we'll start. We'll, but we're just going to go with a two-team money line parlay. Let's start with the Steelers against the Ravens. Um, Steelers have been playing well; they've been running the ball well. And let's face it: what the Ravens? I know uh, Huntley will be. I'm, I'm guessing he will be quarterbacking, and he could be a pain in the butt mm-hmm. himself. But I just think they got to keep this team healthy. Uh, I, I don't see. I see a lot of starters resting after a certain point. Uh, and it's a must win for Pittsburgh. And we know Pittsburgh in these type of games, they get the job done. So uh, they have just so much, so much more to play for. Uh, and they got their running game going now with a little bit of a passing game with Rudolph. I think they win this game. They have to have it. Ravens are kind of playing out this, you know, getting some guys some playing time, et cetera. And then I'm going to go with a team I really like this weekend, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They control their own destiny. They got to go into Carolina and win a football game. I know this worries some people, but why does it? Carolina's terrible. They are a terrible <laughs> football team. Tampa, 
they really did lay an egg against the Saints. That was a a, a yeah. very, very um, surprising performance, especially coming off a few straight really good games. Uh, the Saints really dominated them until very late in the game when Tampa got some well, you know, some cheap touchdowns in my book. But I think they rebound. They know they control their own destiny. They win. I'm getting a plus number here, plus 126 for a Bucks steelers money line parlay. Kind of like this one. All right. I like it, too. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm wondering, does this, if the Steelers win, what does that do to the Bills' Dolphins lines that go up a half point uh, with the Jaguars would still mm, need to yeah. win to force the bills to, to win, to stay in. Right, Brian. But, right. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, right in there. All right. Uh, Harry, you also have the Steelers on something. What are you doing here? Three teamer, three team, 10 point NFL teaser. I'm going to take the Steelers at plus six and a half. Obviously no need for Baltimore to play any of the starters. Lamar basically has the MVP locked up. Um, Harris had a great game last week versus Seattle. Sally, you mentioned probably the best game of the season over hundred yards. Uh, Rudolph is, you know, who knew, but has been the, uh, has been actually very good on this, uh, and got this offense to get, uh, rolling, uh, and they need this game to stay alive. So I'm gonna take the Steelers plus six and a half. I'm gonna take the Colts up to 11 and a half. You're getting more than uh double digits here. You're getting 11 and a half for the Colts six and two in their last eight. And again, I like what uh, Minshew's been doing and Jonathan Taylor, healthy. Give me the Colts plus 11 and a half. And to cap it off, give me the Patriots plus eight and a half against the Jets. No way the Pats, if this is indeed Belichick's last game in New England, Ank versus the Jets, a team he has flat out dominated. And the Pats are actually playing their best football of the season. New England hasn't lost by more than eight points. Uh, uh, in, in they've lost by more than eight points just once, actually, in the last eight games. Give me the Pats plus eight and a half, Steelers plus six, and, a half, and the Colts getting double digits at plus 11 and a half. I have to say, if you have to, if you ask me which team would you be most surprised lose by more than a touchdown this week, Patriots are right up there. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that they should get that done. Oh, those teams, so they screw you so bad. <laughs> Brian, what is the I mean, three team teaser on week 18? What could, what could go wrong? But what, what hasn't there? What was the worst screw job for a week 18? Jacksonville beat somebody, right? Trevor Lawrence beat someone two weeks, two years ago. They were like a 13 point underdog, right? Uh, Who was that in week 18? Colts. Was it the Colts? Colts. Was it Matt yeah, Ryan? I think or, it was the Colts. Oh, no, it was Wentz. Colts, Colts it was Wentz. Them, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, the Colts. Yeah. They, was, was, that the, was that week 17? Was that week 17? It was the last then? week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely Colts. Uh, I'm pretty know, sure. That. So I yeah. can't remember who it would have been for the Colts in that. Um... 26-11, January 9th, 2022. Trevor Lawrence went nuts. Carson Wentz was the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, that's what happened. Well, yeah, Trent there's Wells always scored, one of those. Jones. Yeah. But I this mean, was, they were a huge favorite. They were like a, right. a 12-point favorite yeah. or something. They yeah. were 2 so and you 14. Don't... So you don't like this. my idea of putting um, <laughs> a couple million dollars on the Cowboys money line. No, I do. I do like it. <laughs> I think it would be funny <laughs> when it loses. But Damn. That's, uh, well, what are you? So you're doing, but that's not what you're doing. I don't that's not people, what I'm doing, but yeah. I, I stare at that minus 800 or whatever. Oh, and I'm man. like, I feel like this should be minus 3,000 in right, this game. Right. Although, you know, you could see yourself. I, I could see myself putting a ton of money on that. And all of a sudden mm. the Giants are beating the Eagles 21, nothing. And you're like, right. oh, I know it doesn't oh, matter. Although I know for the Lions too, they could back in there, but 
Um, right. Uh, uh, I know, but I, but anyway, <laughs> uh, just, Sal, do it. just do I'm it. I'm doing a money line parlay. It's I am taking this the, weekend, right? It is. It is on Sunday, <laughs> Sunday too. So I, right. I look the Cowboys, um, Look, super pumped. So I'm taking a money line parlay with the cows, Cowboys and, and Bills here. Again, the Cowboys, I know last year they they kind of blew this game, but it wasn't really a needed game here. I think the motivation right now is at an all-time high for the Cowboys here to get this two seed uh, and hopefully which propel them into the NFC Championship. And then, you know, Parlay Kid and Terry were talking about the Bills earlier. I know, Sal, you're worrying me a little bit with your Dolphins talk, uh, but... This this was a game. As soon as the line came out, or you know, I, I just love the Bills in this one. Um, uh, speaking of just like in terms of motivation, in terms of just health of these two teams, I don't know. I feel like the Dolphins right now are like, uh, hopefully we can win one playoff game. The way this the year is ending for them, whereas the Bills are kind of like, look, we could be out of the playoffs, or we have a chance to maybe make a run here. Right. I, I I do think the Bills, I you know, if the Bills get home field, you never know what the Bills. They could all they could, you know, maybe, you know, we've thought it was their year a few the last couple of years, but maybe this year would be the year. Um, so I, I think the Bills have obviously they have a lot more to play for. Um I think I will wait though, probably maybe just to see what happens in that Pittsburgh game before I officially put this money line uh bet in. But uh but anyway, minus one nineteen for these two teams. Well, the Jags still would have to take care of business too, right? For the Bills to yeah. be up against the wall. Um, yeah. All right, Brian, I'm not going to go with you. Not that I don't like it, but because you will That's absolutely right. lose if I endorse it, um, and I can't do that to you on your uh, on your big <laughs> your big weekend. So I'm stuck with the uh, well, not stuck with. I like both of these actually a little bit. So Steelers are on both between the Parley Kid and Harry. Uh uh, I, you know what? I, I'm going to have Bucks tease, uh, sorry, hedge money all over the place. Harry, I'll go with you with the three teamer. This will be fun when yeah. it goes down. Good Lord. <laughs> Patriots, Colts, Steelers, three teamer, plus six I like and a half. Like it at the day, Sal, so we actually have action, something action wise right. on Patriots Jets. There you go. All right. So that's yeah. that. That's the uh, sharp tank pick. Uh, let's hit NBA. We're going to be doing a lot of NBA talk coming up when football goes away. Oklahoma City. Beat up on the Celtics. I did watch this exciting game. Um, Bri, what's your take? I mean, Thunder 127-123. Very exciting. Yeah. I think uh, I told you guys a couple weeks ago I was going to bet the Thunder to win the West. I still haven't put that bet in yet, but I do uh-huh. think it's them and the Nuggets right now in, in the West. Yeah, they, the West. They, yeah. For the West, and so I, people I think, were getting excited about this team, unlike how they were with the Grizzlies, who were like a one seed for uh, much of the way last year. Is there a, a difference, Barley Kid, as you see it? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Sal. I think uh, I I do love this OKC team. Um, I'm not sold on them in a playoff type of setting just yet. Do we know what's happening with this Giddy kid? who I've touted, I've really enjoyed watching him over the years, but is this, you know, could he have the, uh, the carpet pulled out for him at any time of the season due to that weird circumstance he was involved in? I'm Mm. not really sure about all that, Um, but they've assembled, you know, they they made a, they had acquired a lot of draft picks, uh, et cetera. They've done a great job in the draft. They got a lot of good three and D guys. Uh, along with a great point guard. Um, 
boy, fun team. I don't you. I wish uh, anybody would want to be a fan of that team. Yeah, it's, it's exciting it's, for it's sure. Good, good for them. Good for them because they made some good moves. They traded away some good players years and years ago. Um, uh, the GM has done a heck of a job over there. But I'm not. I think it's too early for me to really jump fully on their bandwagon here. The NBA, a lot of. I think they're still a team right now, OKC. They play – a lot of teams know they're going to be in the playoffs. They kind of are coasting. They're veteran teams. They coast into these playoffs. The regular season, we know, in the NBA doesn't mean a lot to a lot of teams. OKC is playing like it means a lot to them, however, which right. I appreciate. But let's see when uh, the real games start in the playoffs, how they fare. And well, – Oh, go ahead, Eric. What? I was just going to say, Sal, look, I mean, in the West, it's not that exciting. I mean, the Lakers, the Grizzlies, Golden State are kind of crap. I I was on, I I mean, Dallas is inconsistent. Uh, I was on Phoenix to start the season. Extremely disappointing so far. The big three between Durant, Booker, and Beal have played like two games with each other. And this and this OKC team is very exciting. They lead the Western Conference in scoring by more than three points per game over Dallas. Um, and uh, out of nowhere, this Jalen Williams, second-year player uh, from Santa Clara, he's getting 18 points a game, 52% from the field. Holmgren's been fantastic after his injury. And uh, my Alexander leads the NBA in steals, 2.6, and he's having a tremendous like uh, MVP type of season. Yeah, as, as Shea Gilgis, Alexander, 36 last night. And uh, hats off to Simmons for giving me that MVP pick a few weeks ago. Uh, another guy he gives me that he's not going to actually <laughs> vote for, but um, he was 10 to 1 to win MVP a few weeks ago, now down to 4 to 1, Bri, only behind uh, Jokic at plus 270 and Embiid in front yeah. at plus 210. That's but right. what's interesting about this year, as we know, you got to play the, what, 65 to be eligible for this. Yep. So anybody could go down, not even for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, one of these guys can sneak up. If you like OKC to win it all, you still can get really long odd. 23 to 1 still uh, right there. And I guess I didn't look, but their their conference must be, what is it? It's half that? Uh, why did I not see this? For conference, OKC is plus 750 only. Okay, so the bigger obstacle would be winning in the finals than uh, yeah. winning. Yeah, so then People winning should, the Nobody's uh, talking about the Timberwolves, though, who, uh, who are actually right. ahead of OKC you know, either. Yeah, I, so. know. I know. Yeah, so and they're, if you want to do that, they're plus 195 to win the division where the Timberwolves and Nuggets are ahead of them. You know, uh, right. T-Wolves plus yeah. 140, Nuggets plus 170. All right, I think that's enough uh, basketball talk. For now, I do want to look at this. I was very excited about this. Our friend Ben Folks put out on Twitter, the most bet athletes in 2023 by sport. And here they go. NFL, Travis Kelsey, NBA, Nikola Jokic, MLB, Shohei Otani. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, NHL, Connor McDavid. Soccer, Erling Holland. Uh, golf, Scotty Scheffler. Tennis, Alcaraz and Sabalenka for the men and women. NASCAR, Kyle Busch, F1, Max Verstappen. I mean, he's the only guy who wins, so it makes sense. UFC, Alex Pereira. Uh, I'm going to start off and say the surprise name to me was Travis Kelsey. And it only surprises me because I feel like this Taylor Swift influence is greater than we think. Like these bets, I think, take into account if you bet them not just week to week on player props, but MVP. You know, he wasn't up for MVP, Kelsey, unlike some of these other players I just mentioned in other sports. 
He's not up for a comeback player of the year. Nothing like that. So people were just betting Kelsey, much like you did, Parley kid, because because of Taylor Swift. No, because of Taylor Swift and because, okay, he's got to rebound at some point. I think between those two narratives, that's where all the Travis Kelsey money is coming in. And uh, he's not even a a top 40 player at this point, right? That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why I jumped on that last week thinking he was due. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he's even due anymore. I'm just not sure what type of football player he is anymore. Just kind of watching him closely last game. Mm-hmm. Um, just doesn't look like uh, part of it is because he doesn't have talent around him, other offensive talent. Mm-hmm. But uh, other part of it is I think he's he's just gotten a little older uh, and rapidly. I right. think you know so. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of money yeah, lot coming of in. Uh, I wonder if that. But a lot of it's off, the Taylor Swift stuff. I mean, let's face it. That's what. But most that's of weird, it's from. isn't that weird? Like people are betting because of that. Like, yeah, well, maybe, uh, like, maybe it's like a lot to... of females. Like maybe a lot of girls. Really? Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, I'd like to know where he was before that, because I do feel like even in years past, right? Like Kelsey to score a touchdown or six receptions, right? Like those, that was always one of the main. Oh yeah. Over six and a half catches. Mahomes had to be Mahomes. Mahomes though MVP and yeah, Mahomes over one and a half or two and a half touchdowns. Yeah. I I would, I would have thought Mahomes would have been like $33 million on Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. (laughs) Thank goodness I got off that train this year. Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, that yeah. train is in the junkyard now. It's not even <laughs> running. All right, uh, Bri, what surprised you? Anything? Well, look, it's funny. I, I know some people thought maybe with golf, like Scheffler was a little interesting. Although I will say, like, Scheffler made sense because we talked about him all the time. I would just think, like, a guy like Rory, Rory. would be better yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Mahomes, I thought. And and the other one, too, I was surprised for UFC, Pereira. I, yeah. I have to look at it because maybe he just had more fights. Right. Than That's others I could had of. that I could think of, but I would have thought like even like an, an Adesanya, yeah. you know, as a heavy favorite in the UFC multiple times, I would think he would be he would be the guy that would be bet the most, or or some other, or some other guys in the in the in the lightweight. Division. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, what were the fight? I I think he would need three fights, right? Probably. So yeah. Uh, I, I don't know who would it be. I, Marketing. I'm looking at I all know. these guys. It's just interesting it be... that Pereira was the guy. Uh, that's right. just weird. That was weird to me. Adesanya is another one. All right, Harry, what uh, what jumps out at you? Uh, I thought actually women's tennis, Sabalenka, uh, <laughs> a little bit still because uh, look, you know, she's not number one in the world. Uh, it's a uh, it's we attack from uh, po- from Poland, and that's still not. I don't think she's where she should be at this point in her career. Not as dominant as she is and should be in majors. So mm-hmm. surprised that she one but also since i've retired from um from betting nascar and being gas gagnon that, yeah. that nickname is taken <laughs> off the board uh kyle bush very interesting because two years ago he had two three years ago he was just killing me always something going on uh, in in that uh, in the race where his tires screwed up or he, he had a penalty for something always screwed up and always screwed me but yet people are betting kyle bush interesting right i mean for the women's tennis they should just ask brian i'm like all right who did you bet on the most and then that's the answer right for <laughs> who, who was bet on the most in women's tennis sure. so that she's sure. like that's my uh, answer Dar- parley kid you give an answer i'm sorry for this uh not really i, I agree with brother Bry. i would have said alex Pereira too uh, when you win at golf like Harry and I, you know that Scheffler is <laughs> no surprise there. I that guy is always. that guy is always amongst the leaderboards. 
And mm-hmm. uh, so no surprise that people are jumping on him all the time. Yeah, I think UFC uh, might have just come down to he had maybe two big fights this year where other guys had one. That's my only thing I could think about with Pereira. Did yeah. he have two big fights this year? I think he did. I'm looking um, at, yeah, at Adesanya. Did those both happen this year? Both those Adesanya fight? No. Well, uh, nah, April was Adesanya, the second then he one. Fought, uh, and then the uh, last month, who was it? Uh, who did he fight? No, I, I can't remember. I know. This is why. This is why. It Pro- Prochaska or something? Was That was in yeah. November? Yeah. Um, so that was it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I look at these like Poirier and Gaethje. That was a big one in yeah. July, but I, I think that was just it for those two, right? So yeah. um I'm looking at the top fight, Makachev, Volkanovsky, Marino, Pantoya. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if these were Gaethje had a couple of fights, so you might think uh he was there too. But uh anyway, yeah, I mean the sad thing is they didn't include boxing, but it was definitely it was definitely Jake Paul, right? No matter what. <laughs> so sad. Oh yeah. What's happened? <laughs> what they, yeah, um, for sure. Really crazy. All right. So that's it. Thank you, uh, Ben, folks, for that. Uh, Brother Bry, you'll be spending your birthday this weekend uh, with the, the daughter in the gym at 6 a.m. shooting free throws uh, till about noon. Yeah, we might go shoot. We might go shoot. One of my daughters has a volleyball tournament that I will not be attending because I'll be watching football this weekend. Okay. So, uh, All right. Yeah. Getting that father of the year uh, credential. Yeah, the year. Yeah. Yes, there for you sure. Go. <laughs> Harry, how are you spending uh, Bry's birthday? <laughs> I am. Uh, last I checked, I'm going to be here uh, in uh, Scottsdale just watching football as well. So happy you checked. <laughs> Unless you're moving. Thank you, okay. All right. Parlay kid. Uh, what, what, uh, what, do we have wrestling for you now? Where are we? No, in the calendar? no, no we're not there uh, yet. For me, yeah. big yeah. winter track uh, meet uh, this All weekend. Right. A lot of excitement with that. Uh, that will prevent me from watching some of the football on Sunday. Mm. Um. So, which uh, is is hard for me to swallow, but uh, it's okay. I'll uh, as long as it doesn't affect me during the playoff season. Um, right, you get then, the red zone uh, on the phone. Okay. You allowed to cheat? A yeah, look? I'll be, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sneaking. I'll be watching right. a lot. It's just, it's. A, oh, by the way, Pereira had three fights this in this calendar. Three? Year, so is that that's what why he's, that's okay. why he's there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. By the by the way, also Sal, can I re- reach out and give a shout out to? Uh, Ex-Olympian Dan O'Brien. He hit me up again the other day. He wants to hang out and watch football. So, Dan, if you're listening to the podcast, you catch it this week, hit me up. I'm available on Sunday. I'll meet you up at uh, uh, the sports book, and we can watch football All together, right. buddy. Now, did you, I think you owe it to him to tell him your track record with meeting up with former athletes and what it does to their careers afterwards and whatever <laughs> current former all, all, all the he's place, retired so. so it's okay that's true Dan's all right dan tired. don't think about making a comeback because it uh it's all for not once you meet up with <laughs> harry so there you go shout out to dan o'brien shout out to brother bry happy birthday and that's going to do it for another episode of against all odds from mikey meatballs in the d3 i'm sal saying so long and happy handicapping
You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. In New York.